Pray the Word with David Platt is a resource from Radical.net. Mark chapter 12, verses 13 through 17. And they sent to Jesus some of the Pharisees and some of the Herodians to trap him in his talk. And they came and said to him, Teacher, we know that you are true and do not care about anyone's opinion. For you are not swayed by appearances, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? But knowing their hypocrisy, Jesus said to them, Why put me to the test? Bring me a denarius and let me look at it. And they brought one. And Jesus said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. Jesus said to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they marveled at him. So why were Jesus' words here so marvel-worthy? And there's so much we could talk about, but in addition to him wisely avoiding this trap set before him, Jesus just provided a revolutionary picture of how people should relate to government. Since Caesar's image was on a coin, then in a sense, that coin belonged to Caesar. So Jesus affirms here what we see throughout Scripture, that God ordains government as a good institution under his authority for the good of people. So we should render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, including taxes in this circumstance. But then what does it mean to render to God the things that are God's? Think about it. Caesar's image may have been stamped on a coin, but where was God's image stamped? And the answer to that question is so significant. Think all the way back to the very beginning of the Bible, Genesis chapter 1. God's image is stamped on every human heart. In other words... Caesar may be worthy of a coin, but God is worthy of our hearts. And that changes the way we view government under God. So we appropriately honor government and honor government leaders. We see this all throughout Scripture. At the same time, we ultimately glorify God. No worldly leader is worthy of our hearts. No governmental authority or political party is worthy of our trust, allegiance, hope. Jesus alone is worthy of our trust and our allegiance and our hope. So God, we we pray that you would help us to appropriately honor our government and honor government leaders, particularly as we approach this election. God, we pray that you would help us to honor everyone, as 1 Peter 2.17 says. Help us to honor everyone, every candidate, every person involved in any party, every person we interact with in your church, every person we interact with in the world. Help us to honor people and help us to honor government appropriately. 
even as we say, you have our hearts, O God. All of our trust is in you. All of our allegiance belongs to you. All of our hope is in you. We love you, God. We worship you, God. We want to glorify you. Jesus, we want to glorify your name. Please help us to, especially during these days where there's so much division over political candidates and parties, God, help us to proclaim Jesus as Lord Jesus as supreme, as supremely good, as supremely loving, as supremely wise, as the leader we all need. God, help us to be faithful to proclaim Jesus today to people around us who don't know Jesus, to a country that needs what no political party or candidate can give. God, you deserve the worship of every single heart every single person in the United States of America and in every other country in the world. You are worthy of all our hearts. So help us to live for your glory. Help us to lead people, to know you, to surrender their hearts to you, even as we appropriately honor government and participate in political processes where we live. We pray in a way that is driven by your word and your spirit in our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs>